Hi, this is Andrea. And this is Fiorenza. Welcome to the Belonging Project podcast. We are so excited to have you here with us. The purpose of this podcast is to bring voices together to talk about belonging. Through inspiring real-life conversations with our guests, we learn about how belonging can show up in so many different ways, what it feels like to belong, and the impact of truly belonging. In each episode, we will offer you inspirational and practical strategies to find your true voice in your life, in society, and as a leader. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, we are so happy to have with us Alexandre on your podcast today. Alexandre is Global Human Talent Manager at Chipper and has more than 20 years of experience in HR, working in many different industries. We met each other during a coaching engagement and we immediately connect, being in both of us born and raised in the same city, Curitiba in the south of Brazil, and also being both passionate about so many topics. His background and especially overcoming so important challenges in his personal and professional life made me think that he would be an amazing guest for our podcast. Alexandre, we are so excited to have you here. And in order to get started, would you like to share a little bit more about you and your story? Oh, hello, everyone. First of all, I'm super happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure and an honor to be part of this project. I admire you as a person and a professional, you know, and I'm sure that this initiative will help many people to find their true self and live life more fully. So thank you a lot to the opportunity. So I'm Alexandre and people call me Alex. I'm 45 years old, Brazilian. I married with Fabio for 23 years. And in 2017, we adopted our kids, Taiwan and Kaiki. At that time, they were nine and 11 years old. Uh, you know, Andrea, being a father was and is an incredible process of belonging, no? Mm -hmm. uh, to you know, and everyone know, our children are brothers, black, and living their childhood in a foster house, no? They believe it, that they would forever belong to that place because people told them they were already big and no family would adopt them. Mm -hmm. So uh, they didn't give up hope of being part of a family and any kind of a family. Mm -hmm. And we, we want to belong to a family with two boys and brothers. That's why I believe that belonging is wanting to be someone in the world. No? And... <laughs> you make me cry. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> about my, my original family, you know, my parents live on a beach in southern Brazil, near Curitiba, and which is my hometown. My older brother and sister live with their families in Curitiba and another brother in Chicago. 
professionally, I have a degree in psychology, an MBA in strategic people management, and an international coaching certification. Uh, as you told, I have 20 years background in human resources and internal communication, 14 years on leadership roles in people management, expertise in organizational transformation projects, focused on business development and employee engagement. And, you know, I believe that I'm a hands-on and strategic at the same time. Mm -hmm. And myself and professional purpose is to be a change agent to help people developing their maximal potential. Wow. You know? And I believe in, in this, my background, my first experience on HR was the start to, to belonging something. No, because I was, I, I worked in a Mexican IT company in 2001. In Brazil, the core business was consultant services to customers on ACP implementation, business intelligence and system support. I've worked almost 10 years at this company. My first position was as recruitment analyst, a temporary work for three months. And they believed that I could be the focal point in Sao Paulo. This piece, I didn't have background in HR area, no, because they believed that I had core values. No, so I started my career in HR because of my core values, not because my background. Wow. No, I didn't yes. In this company, after three months, I started my development in the company. While the business was growing, I've grown too. And my career path was a consultant, coordinator, and senior management. Uh, my main responsibility was on organizational culture and people development. So I oversaw a human capital department of 12, uh, 12 people, no, team members, and across different five cities in Brazil. And as I told you, I believe that in this company, I recognized my HR belonging. Wow, that's beautiful. And I see like how you are expanding this now over these years, like your impact, your now the person that you are now connecting and in your family now, but even in you know, all your experience. So uh, how would you define, how do you define belonging? I was thinking about it now the last days. And I, I, I reflect a lot about this. And I truly believe that is more than a feeling. Mm. Belonging is to be. Wow. It's bringing together who I project to be with who I believe I am. Now, for me, it's so important because it's about, uh, I don't know this word in English, Uh, it's congruence. I don't know if, if they have this word in English, but it's bringing together yeah. who I project to, to the world, you know, mm how -hmm. I am, with who I believe I am. You know? For example, I belong to an original family and other that I uh, built. During my life, I belonged to a school, a group of friends, the theater, psychology, Mm -hmm. uh, I belonged for over 20 years to one city and now for another 20 years to another city. Yeah. You know? I, I believe that follow a path of belonging 
where we are part of something. Mm -hmm. And many times we don't stop to reflect and assume that true belonging is to be who I am and not where I am. Wow, this is so powerful. Yes, and many people believe that, that this point of view is individualistic. <laughs> no, but I think that belonging to who I am is the basis or the baseline for being able to belong in, an, in other situations and with other people, no? So the common thread of my story and my legacy is myself. Yes, I totally agree with that. I also have uh, something that, uh, a quote on my website in my material that says, belonging is to be who you are, whatever you live or work. <laughs> So regardless where you are, if you are in Curitiba, Sao Paulo, United States, mm -hmm. uh, um, Europe, uh, when we know ourselves, we can be in our authentic self you know, in all this, in any place. Yeah, it's true. And I remember something now. Um, I've, I've worked in an IT company, a Brazilian IT company. Uh, when I started to work there, Everyone knows about me, no? about my sexuality, my, my merit, and everything. No? And the CEO and the owner of the company, no? sometimes when I arrive in a, uh, in a board committee or something, no? when I will enter in this meeting, they, he said to me, no, you, you can't enter in this meeting because you are gay. You're homosexual. Wow. Yes. And at that, that time and that point, I, I, I truly think that that place is not my place. Or I'm, I, I don't know. It's, it's so, so strange because this, this occurred on 2012, 2012. No. And I heard about this for three, six, or I don't know, eight months, no? And sometimes I reflect that, oh, I don't know, I'm, it's more important my sexuality or more important my professional side and my results and et cetera, no? So, of course, uh, this is not my, was not my, my place. I didn't belong on this place. Yeah. No, so because of this, I believe that the common thread of my story and my legacy is myself. It's not the things that I do or I I make. No, it's me. Yes, yes. And if the people don't recognize it, this is not important. Yes. No, because it's not my, my place. It's only this. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry to hear this happen with you, and it's incredible to think about you not know, this happening. Yes with you in 2012 and of course it looks like yesterday in a point of view but uh, even if now we are almost in 2022 so 10 years later but we still see uh, so many of these realities unfortunately and for some reason um, when we talk nowadays about uh, 
unconscious bias and all these microaggressions, all these topics, because this is a typical example of microaggression. And one thing I say that is uh, I feel privileged that nowadays, like even this year now, that these conversations are more frequent in organizations and place, we can say, even if something happened with an employee in your company, they could come to you, to the HR, they could feel safe, not in our organization, but most of, you know, we hope that this is microaggressions, this is unconscious bias. I have experience with clients because of where they are from or so many challenges that they face because of the accent, because of the sexuality. Mm -hmm, true. They now they are able to say, this is unconscious bias, this is microaggressions, and we can report this and um, anyways fight for some kind of equity, some kind of respect or in any kind. Right? But you know, to me, diversity is obviously it, 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 uh, Oh, we are diverse. No, I'm men. You are a woman, and you are blonde. No, I'm brunette. <laughs> I don't know. I use glasses, and you don't use doesn't use glasses in these kind of things. No, uh, but it's obvious uh, the the diversity. The, the but we need to talk about more. We need to talk every time about diversity to be natural, the respect of the diversity. Yeah, yeah. because we never know what is uh, behind, what is the story. Most mm -hmm. of the times people see, like I know that in Brazil, they are talking a lot about the, the race. You know? mm -hmm. yeah. And here, uh, also in the same topic, they talk a lot about uh, Afro-American people, Black people, and of course, they. It's important to talk about that. But even though we are both of us white people, like if you are talking about color of the skin, we have some diversity in some way. So diversity is bringing so many spectrums, not so many ideas. But you know. Nowadays, we surf, suffer more prejudice mm. for having black children than for being homosexual. Wow. Yes, because uh, two men with two big kids, black, no, in a restaurant, in a supermarket, and etc. So uh, when we were only, me and Fabio, we didn't notice prejudice but now with Kaiwi and Kaiki we notice every time so duration prejudice I believe is more than the sexuality or other diversity uh, uh, prejudices Thank you. because of this we need to talk about more man, and see that I have a life I have a family this is so natural yes no because we live <laughs> we are so we need to talk about it. Yes, totally, totally. 
So when we think about belonging, link it with uh, the situations, the well-being, the workplace, the inclusion, or even mm -hmm. situations in the leadership. Uh, how could you describe this? If you have any situation in mind, or what what is the link between them? In general, a company seeks to make people want to belong to generate engagement and for the company to last its business. Mm -hmm. no? And in these situations, the most used word in this case is retention. We want to retain professionals. Right. I don't like this word because retain is like holding back, forcing them to behave. No, I prefer the word connection. Mm -hmm. Connecting people in the culture, in the business challenge, and with that, the person chooses how much they will engage and in what or which way. So, and obviously, engagement is a matter of belonging. Uh, for me to feel that I belong to a company, I first must have a combination of my values and beliefs with those of the company. Now right. we need this kind of match. You know? Another example is becoming a leader. Mm -hmm. Becoming a leader is a challenge of belonging, yeah. but it does not mean belonging to an, um, an exclusive function or group. No, it is being a reference for other people. So being a leader is leaving a legacy in people. That's why it's belonging to me now in the company. Once again, belonging is being, it's not other thing. And, and you know, in Brazil, we have a difference um, that we don't have on the verb to be, for example, in English. Right. Uh, because we have a double meaning on, to, uh, on the verb to be. No, mm -hmm. so we say said that in Brazil we are meaning ser or star is different. Yes. No, yes. so uh, but for me belonging is being, and to me on the company I need to be myself and notice that we we have a match or not with the culture. No, because if the culture don't have the same values or principles that I have on my personal life, mm -hmm. we don't have a match and we don't succeed well in the company, no, as a professional or the company as a business job. 100% agree. I have this conversation a lot with my clients. Sometimes they happen uh, in a job interview or whatever's happening in the organization. And we need to go now deep understanding what are my, your values, my values, and if these values is in alignment with the company values, exactly what is that? Because it's a win, it needs to be a win-win situation, right? Exactly. And comfortable, feel aligned in alignment with the company, and vice versa, even the company with us. Because of this, in Chipper, for example, it's most important to us on the same on the first contact in the first interview uh, with a candidate, the cultural fit. So we have a 30 minutes interview only about cultural fit. 
and asking about situations to understand if the person has this kind of cultural fit. It's very important. If the person is a, a, have a huge and important background, it's not so important than the cultural fit. Very good. I really like that. So, and I'm curious uh, um, if you remember a moment in your life that uh, you feel that you belonged or you didn't belong. What comes to your mind? Of course, it's very clear, I believe. Uh, as I told, I was born in Curitiba, a city in southern Brazil. I am the youngest of four brothers. Mm -hmm. And Curitiba as a city is a beautiful, organized, and you know, a clean city. Yeah. And with traditional thinking and culture, okay. where people's surnames are very important. Mm -hmm. And I always felt out of place in the way people relate and pressure, pressure to follow a social rule in my personal and professional choices. I, I was raised to belong to this group, but I belonged differently. No? Homosexual, the only psychologist in a family of engineers, innovator, mm -hmm. dreamer, actor. I was actor. Uh, from the moment I came to myself, who I was, I broke down some limiting beliefs. Wow. No? Whether or not I belonged in a group was based on limiting beliefs that I didn't belong in something normal or the family, familiar partner to follow. Yeah. Uh, in this way, I was the first child to leave my parents' house. Wow. I moved to another city. I assumed my relationship and my sexuality with the certainty, the certainty of being to which I belong at. You are so, so courageous. Ah, yes, I believe. <laughs> Nowadays, I believe. So, and I think belonging is an evolving journey. As we mature as a person, we discover new facets of ourselves. It's an evolving process. External factors or unplanned change can change us. And with that, belonging will change. It will evolve. The Sao Paulo, in Sao Paulo I belong today, is completely different from the city I arrived in 2001. Right. My, my personal and professional evolution made me experience new situations, discover new places in the world. No, conquer new friendships, face the fears of change. This whole story helps us to clarify our being and belonging. No, that's beautiful, that's very powerful. And again, you were so courageous because <laughs> I always heard about it. At first, I, I, I always said, No, it's not about this, it's other things. But now I know, no, it's courage. It is, it is. And you need to be proud of that. This is part of your story. So exactly. it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And what do you think is the factors, the important factors um, to feel that you belong? What is, what is that? So 
these are simple and challenging factors at the same time. No? To me, it's self-recognition self and self-acceptance. In this sense, to feel that I belong, I believe that I need to deepen my knowledge of myself, recognize my limiting beliefs, and thus reframe, fully live my values, knowing that I'm imperfect, and that's what will make me evolve my belonging. Yeah. No? And I, I know about this because a beautiful person called it Andrea no? <laughs> <laughs> helped me to understand that I'm imperfect. No, in okay. this imperfection, we are imperfect. Exactly. But you yeah. help me a lot to understand this, no, oh. and assume this. No, I'm imperfect, imperfect. No, and it's beautiful because of this imperfection, mm. I will evolve my belonging, no, myself, who I am, who I'm being. And what I love about what is said is this evolution, this continual growing, involving, like when we think that uh, people in general, right, that we need to be perfect, it's limited. Exactly. Now I need to arrive in a certain point and then I'm perfect, I'm done. And when we, like exactly what you said, when we open to this, I don't need to be perfect and say, I am perfectly imperfect, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not exactly what you are, what's happening with you, like in your mindset, you're involving, like I love what you said at the beginning of our call in this new role, you are constantly learning and unlearning what you learn. So is this continual evolution of, uh, you, right? Your growth. Exactly. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh, that's that's so good. That's so good. So before we wrap up here, I'd like to ask you three quick prompts that we usually ask for our guests. Let's see. Uh, so really, three things that uh, come to your mind. So. Alex, in a few words, belonging for me is? Again, is more than a feeling. Belonging is to be. Fantastic. The best advice that I receive and I'd like to share with others is? You know, knowing that I'm imperfect and that's <laughs> what will make me evolve my belonging. Amazing, amazing. And last but not least, the world will be a better place if... I reflect a lot about this because it's so difficult, no? But um, the world will be a better place if we believe we are capable, able to recognize ourselves, change, face our fears, belong to ourselves. Wow. That was beautiful, 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 beautiful. 
Thank you so much for being here to sharing your story, to sharing this amazing perspective, knowledge, ideas. Uh, I'm feeling so emotional right now. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure having here you here with us. Thank you so much. Thank you to the opportunity and I hope to help people with my reflections and ideas. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Belonging Project podcast. We hope you enjoy our deep dive into belonging and listening amazing stories from our guests. We'd love you to share about the Belonging Project with your friends and colleagues. And also, we'd be delighted to connect on LinkedIn and share more about our experiences. Thank you again and stay tuned for the next episode.